Dear friends, once again, a very blessed new year to each of you as we gather around today in our cars and at home to hear again the good news that is ours in a God who dwells with us richly in the person and work of our Lord Jesus Christ. This reminder has been our constant solace this year, bereft as it was of consolation while rife with the constant news of COVID-19 and its still rising death tolls, economic uncertainty, and a level of political strife even between fellow Christians that is frankly disheartening and at times embarrassing. The thought I hear expressed so often by many friends and family members this new year is, well, good riddance to 2020. Sayonara and don't let the door hit you on the way out. Certainly this was and continues to be an extraordinarily challenging time here and throughout the world. Many of us are eager to put these times behind us and, yeah, with good reason. But friends, not to be the fly in the proverbial ointment today, but I sincerely doubt that anything as arbitrary as checking off one calendar year and opening a new one is going to remedy any of the issues for which this year was so universally loathed. We have the forecast for 2021, and it looks fraught with its own problems, and wouldn't you know it, they look a lot like the problems that were introduced to us in 2020. While certainly the vaccine promises some much-needed relief from the pandemic, the most op optimistic of reports have us waiting until April or May to see a tangible effect on the majority of the population. Meanwhile, our own media sows the doubts about the efficacy and reliability of the scientists and the doctors who serve tirelessly to put this vaccine into our hands. Many of our neighbors, friends, and even within the church, mind you, still refuse to help their neighbor with a gesture as simple as putting on a mask while in a crowded area. A change in political leaders is unlikely to have a lasting impact on our economy as small businesses continue to struggle and many of our children continue to suffer isolation as they attend school in a digital format. If I may quote the rock band The Who very briefly, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. It's clear to me, as I pray it is to you, that the issues which plague us both in this time and in all times are not going to be solved by some silver bullet cure or a change in the political guard. For at the end of the day, regardless of what progress we make as a society, we are still poor, miserable sinners. God help us. For this reason, St. Paul, in our epistle reading for today, is quick to remind us of our mortal affliction. He cites the words of the 44th Psalm when he says, For your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Perhaps some of you feel today like we are marching into 2021, like lambs led to the slaughter. Maybe you are depressed and anxious at the thought of a new year and its inherent perils. Maybe you're ready to just give up the fight. 
Well, dear brothers and sisters, perhaps you've been looking for help in all the wrong places. Allow me this day, if you will, to remind you of the constant solace that we have in our Emmanuel. Hear again of the God who is with us and who preserves us even as we are beset with danger and division of all kinds. The voices of this world, all competing for our attention and our trust, these voices do not last. And at best, they may provide us only with a momentary respite from our afflictions, and at worst, they may even distract or mislead us from the hope that we have in Christ. It is for this reason that St. Paul redirects our attention in Romans chapter 8 to the all-availing love of our Lord and our Savior Jesus, which is our help and our salvation. He says, What shall we say then to these things? If God is for us, then who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us? all things. This enduring love surpasses all our temporal plight, and it gives us the courage and the strength to meet the challenges of this present age. Confident that our God is in command and is ever working for our good for the sake of him who died and who rose for us. Thus, we consider as we go out of the frying pan and into the fire, as we leave 2020 behind and prepare to wrestle with the challenges, new and old, of 2021, in the words of the Apostle, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? And if I may be so bold as to add to the Apostle's list this day, shall politics, shall the economy, or protests, or presidents, or pandemic? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. If the year 2020 had you feeling defeated and deflated, like you were in a long, dark tunnel with no way out, I urge you, dear friend, as the apostle urged you, to remember who you are and whose you are. For you are a child of God. You are an heir with Christ Jesus to the kingdom of heaven. You are a conqueror over death and the grave and dearly loved by your merciful heavenly Father. It is his enduring love which is the light at the end of your tunnel. His grace which gives you the strength to endure through the months ahead. His promise and guarantee which is your triumph when your long days of fighting are at last at their end. For it is the same Jesus Christ who loved you, so that he came into our flesh to suffer and die on Calvary's cross, who has also promised to return in glory at the last day, to put an end to all of our affliction and all of our suffering. Here in his church, he provides you sanctuary through his blessed body and his holy blood. He invites you to hear his voice of consolation spoken through the ages through prophets, apostles, and martyrs. 
These gifts he gives so that you may endure all trials, that you may stand bold in the face of persecution, famine, pestilence, disease, nakedness, and sword. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thus, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we commend this new year into the hands of him who loved us and him who loves us still. To the very end of the age, amen. May the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in this same Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.